Catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. You're welcome to Africa Tech Radio. My name, of course, is Lillian, your brand Sugar, and you're listening to Tech Talk. And we've been taking a retrospective look at uh, 2023. That's a tech stories, the biggest tech stories of 2023. And we have done the first and second quarter of the year. And it's time for us to dive into the third quarter. So shall we do that? <laughs> I think we shall. The first one on my list is Bolt. Bolt comes up a lot this year. Mm. I'm talking about 2023. And uh, the ride-hailing platform appointed Miko Salovara as its new chief finance officer. It came after the company experienced notable growth, with revenue jumping 400% from $3.4 million in 2019 to $11 million in 2022. And now I think they're going to make more money because they have been... Oh my gosh. They have been sucking us dry. It It is a problem, really. Let me put it together. Put it together, Lillian. Their profit also increased from $1.2 million in 2021 to $2.2 million in 2022. And the company has announced that their customer base had surpassed $150 million with over 3.5 million driver partners and couriers. Currently, or as at the time of this um, story, both operated in 45 countries and 500 cities with more than 1 million partners serving the African market. Moving on, WorldCoin, okay, a cryptocurrency token project co-founded by Sam Altman, uh, the co-founder of OpenAI, who had serious issues this year, was officially launched. The startup, backed by approximately $250 million, introduced World AI and instant protocol allowing online identity verification through an iris scan. Yeah. It aims to provide a digital passport and plans to scale its services globally, including Kenya, where it had been running trials. The company operated by uh, Tools for Humanity, that's uh, TFH, already had 2 million users during its beta phase and planned further expansion. The iris scanning project gained popularity in Kenya, where people were scanning their irises in exchange for world coin tokens. Participants received 25 world coin tokens worth 7,700 Kenyan shillings after registering and scanning their irises. Kenyan crypto firms also leveraged world coins' popularity to help participants exchange tokens for cash. And then... I'm just going to run through all that happened in WorldCoin the third quarter of 2023 because the Kenyan government noticed some issues and ordered the cryptocurrency project to stop signing up new users. They cited data privacy concerns. Yeah. The Kenyan government expressed concerns about how the biometric data was stored and the action for money for data. Like, what are you doing? Are you buying these things? And the concentration of data in private hands. WorldCoin actually argued or claimed that they are creating a global identity and financial network, but they faced regulatory scrutiny and criticism for their data collection methods. And then they also realized that they are actually registered as a data processor in Kenya. So the company must comply with the Data Protection Act of 2021 because if they don't comply, it may result in fines or imprisonment. Now, talking about something in Nigeria, the president of Nigeria, Bola Ahmed Tinubu, announced a plan to support small businesses and startups in Nigeria. And he said he was allocating 75 billion naira to strengthen the manufacturing sector. Another 125 billion naira was earmarked to support micro, small, and medium sized 
mid-sized enterprises, that's MSMEs. The fund, according to the government, was to energize the informal sector and provide conditional grants to 1 million nano businesses. Yes. And they plan to offer credit interest, that's 9% interest per annum. Now let's talk about Patricia. That's the Nigerian retail trading app. They converted all outstanding BTC and Naira balances to their Patricia token after freezing withdrawals following a $2 million hack in January of 2022. I've told you about this, right? Go and check my previous podcast. That's the Q, um, the retrospective podcast Q1 and Q2 to get more information about Patricia. They described the PTK as the stable coin backed by the US dollar with one PTK equal to one dollar. The move was an attempt to address the issue of customers being unable to access their funds since April. However, concerns sprung up and they said that um, how legal is this and how much value does this tokens have and critics suggested that uh, customers might end up with worthless tokens at the end of the day. Meanwhile, in Senegal, the government arrested individuals selling Starlink terminals without the required license or authorization. They cited illegal provision of internet access and irregular marketing. Yeah, Starlink, developed by SpaceX, provides internet access via satellite. Then the arrest followed the government's recent internet shutdowns in response to political unrest. Now, while Starlink is not officially available in Senegal, its potential to provide internet access independently of local telecom operators has raised concerns for the government. And meanwhile, Twitter users, particularly influencers in Nigeria, received payment from Twitter as part of its ads revenue sharing platform for creators. That trended because people were receiving dollars. And Elon Musk's strategy to encourage Twitter premium subscribers involved sharing advertising revenue with eligible creators. Influencers with a minimum of 500 followers and 15 million impressions on cumulative posts within the past three months were eligible. While some influencers welcomed the development, concerns were that... um, this can increase the toxic behavior on the platform because people will just be saying nonsense because they want to have the numbers. Do you get what I'm saying? In another news, MoneyPoint acquired Copo Copo. MoneyPoint gained the regulatory approval for acquiring Copo Copo, a Kenyan payment and credit startup. The Competition Authority of Kenya approved the acquisition and ensured that it won't negatively impact competition or public interest. And this just piles up all the things that MoneyPoints did in 2023. I told my colleague that this is is like they, they made major moves this year and I'm here for that. And then in uh, Kenya, TikTok CEO met with the Kenyan president to discuss establishing an office in Kenya, addressing content moderation and operational concerns. And TikTok avoided a ban by collaborating with the Kenyan government. And um, NASPA's end uh, had CEO Bob Van Dyke resign immediately without providing reasons. Ervin Tu, that is the chief investment officer, became the interim CEO and the departure followed 10 years of leadership, during which significant businesses were established. And down in Africa, I3, funded by the Gates Foundation, supported 29 African healthcare startups with equity-free funding. And these startups operating across 21 countries focused on various aspects of the healthcare supply chain. Each selected startup received $50,000 grants and introductions in potential industry, donor agency, and the government customers. And the government customers. 
The initiative was to leverage solutions across public and private sectors to improve health outcome and strengthen local health systems. And in Nigeria, President Bola Ahmed Tinubu nominated Yemi Kadoso as the next governor of Central Bank of, of course, Nigeria. And this followed the suspension of the former governor, Godwin Emefiele, who has gone through a lot since his suspension. Kadoso, with over 30 years of experience, was a former chairman of Citibank Nigeria and is expected to face challenges like deciding on interest rates in response to mountain inflation. And when I say mountain, I say Okpo, Ichok. Meanwhile, MTN, they had this boardroom dispute with IHS Towers and they selected American Towers Core instead. Yes, Nigeria and the selected American Towers Core Nigeria to take over its tower operations uh, from IHS by 2025. The decision followed MTS request for more control of tower company and ATC was chosen based on its superior bid submission impacting IHS Towers revenue especially in Nigeria, which is its largest market. Moving on, Ghanaian startup M Pharma, which managed prescription drug inventory, laid off approximately 150 employees. They cited tightening macroeconomic conditions, particularly the devaluation of the Naira. And the company plans to focus on Muti Products, which is an online pharmacy and assured the continuity of services for over two 100,000 monthly users. Moving on to Edo State, it became the first fully e-governed state by transitioning to a paperless mode of communication in its civil service. And we are here for that. We don't need all those paper when we can go paperless. The governor of the state, Godwin Obaseki, directed that everyone rejects physical files because this will streamline work process, reduce backlog and enhance efficiency in decision making. Why will I go to your office and you're bringing out a pile of paper in this age and time, really? Then multi-choice was also in the news because the pan-African broadcaster saw a significant decline in their share price. They lost 45% of their value in the previous six months. The decline followed a series of events, which included a partnership announcement with NBC Universal and Sky, load shedding affecting its South African business, the launch of a technology division, entry into the payment space and financial challenges, and the downgrades by JP Morgan and decisions like withholding dividends added to the negative sentiment which led to a cumulative loss of 32 billion rands in shareholder value. And Nigerian fintech payday was in talks, right? And hoping to conclude the sale of the company six months after raising $3 million. Yeah, Money Point was initially reported to be in discussions to buy payday, but the deal did not materialize. And payday faced challenges, including the suspension of customers' accounts due to fraudulent activities, salary reductions, and the exit of key employees. These stories are just some of the stories that trended and rocked into the three, and it was just the third quarter. We'll be back with a final wrap of this on the next podcast. You're listening to Africa Tech Radio. My name is Lillian, and this is Tech Talk. Stay tuned and search for more of our content on www.africatechradio.com or just go to any streaming platform, search Africa Tech Radio, and you see our beautiful content. You can also follow us on social media platforms on Facebook. Africa Tech Radio on IG, that's Instagram, in case you didn't know. It is A Tech Radio on YouTube, Africa Tech Radio, and on Twitter, of course, Africa Tech Radio. Do not forget LinkedIn to Africa Tech Radio. Have a wonderful rest of the day. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.